Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast, Manifest and Hustle. I'm your host, Emmy Corinne. I'm a model, actress, influencer, YouTuber, TikToker, author, Playboy Playmate, OnlyFans, top percent creator, and of course, the baddest bitch. My Instagram's Emmy Corinne, Twitter's it's Emmy Corinne, OnlyFans.com slash Emmy Corinne, OnlyFans.com slash Emmy TV, YouTube, Emmy Corinne, everything else, DM me on Instagram. So hi, this episode is about ADD, ADHD, medication for ADD, how to treat it without medication. I'm not a doctor. Um, I'm just going off my personal experience because I was asked to talk about it because I have been opening up about it. I feel like the stigma around medication has been challenged recently. I feel like everyone I know takes ADD medicine. makes me feel better, I guess. Um, Then we're also going to be talking about health and fitness, how to get hotter, how to work out perfectly, how to always have a six-pack. I have a six-pack 24-7, 365, and that's because, well... It's gotten way more six-packy, and I'll tell you how I, like, really, like, fine-tuned fitness. Um, we're also going to talk about, like, living in three or two places like, and this, and deciding between the three big cities and manifesting places in two cities because I have to bring the manifestation in at some point during this episode. Okay, so, hi. I'm in Florida right now. I was shooting so much content this week. It's crazy. I've been super productive. I love that feeling. I feel like that's like my favorite way to be. And I was like, you know what? I'm also going to do a podcast. By the way, my YouTube, like I said in the intro, is Emmy Corinne. I have YouTube fitness videos coming out soon. We're editing them right now. I have an editor. Ooh, fancy. I shot like 20 videos the past couple days. 20 different ones. They're all fitness. So I hope you guys enjoy them. They're going to be coming soon. I may be having a separate channel for my fitness content, which if I do, I will have an announcement on my YouTube that I just gave you. So either way, it'll be linked. Um, okay. Um, all right. So we're going to start with ADD and ADHD. Oh, I have mosquito bite on my butt. <laughs> Why do they always get me? Um, I was like told I have ADD when I was like in first grade. And I never treated it until high school, the end of high school. Um, I had ADD, ADHD, classic ADHD. Like, I was really, really wild. Also, always in trouble, very impulsive, would be very moody. Um, Like, just like the embodiment of ADHD. I also couldn't focus at all. And, like, I feel like my attention span is, like, one second, like, where it's not like my attention span is short. Well, I guess kind of, but it's more like I, my brain, I feel like, holds too much information at once. Like, I feel like other people's brain can, like, process one thing at a time. And my brain can process, like, 50 different things simultaneously at a time. Um, Like, so there's, like, different things in my brain going on all the time, but they're not like separate they're all going on simultaneously um and i do think they've proven that add and adhd usually means your brain it just works too fast which is like i feel like people think it's like a learning disability and like i guess technically it is but i've always found that people with add and adhd are usually really smart like in what they want to do but in like technical school i feel like you're bad at it because it's not something you're interested in but if you can like use that energy and like harness it towards your passions like you'll be like insanely successful but you have to learn how to like tame the beast because like just like as in school you can kind of have 50 simultaneous different things going on outside of classes in your regular life especially if you're like me where you're your own boss you have to really be disciplined and have ways to like deal handle it um 
So adult ADHD has become more and more and more talked about because of COVID. So what happened during COVID was that doctors couldn't like see people in person usually. So what they could do is now do telehealth. They could write prescriptions over like FaceTime and all these people were getting prescriptions for things. So it created an Adderall shortage and also a shortage of everything, Concerta, Ritalin, Vyvanse, everything. So everyone started saying, oh, I have ADD, ADHD because they realized, oh, these things like really help my brain. Um, or maybe give them a lot of energy, or it's like kind of a little bit of a cheat code, not gonna lie. But hey, if cheat codes exist, I this is a hot take. I think like life short, you know. Um, especially if you're really ambitious, like you gotta do what you gotta do. However, I do, I'm not promoting that. I guess I kind of am, but I don't want to promote that. I just I guess okay. I'm not trying to promote it. I'm just trying to say I understand if someone doesn't have ADD, why they would benefit maybe i don't know but it's not supposed to make you feel high that's not what it is like i know people that take adderall and they like are doing it to get like jittery and like like kind of like coke and i'm like no that's not what it's like i would hate that feeling um so okay here's my journey with add i never got like treated for it until the end of high school i can't swallow pills i have a very sensitive stomach i'm very thin and very tiny so when they gave me stuff to start, they tried out, um, oh, by the way, they originally wanted to treat me for depression. I didn't want to take antidepressants. And then the doctor who like did like an evaluation was like, yeah, the depression's not really worrying me. The thing that's worrying me is the ADD and ADHD. So let's treat that first. Then what happened, and I think maybe they were going to eventually add in like an de- antidepressant. I didn't want to take it. My mom was like, no, she's not taking anything else. Um, but what happened to me was the ADHD medication kind of checked a lot of boxes mentally for me. It got rid of like, I have like a smidge of OCD. I've never been diagnosed with it, but I think I do have OCD a little bit. Um, not with like cleanliness cause I am really messy, but like more for like, um, kind of like obsessive compulsive disorder. Like I feel like I get obsessive compulsive thoughts about like, food kind of like not like orthorexic but I did feel like I was like that like control of myself before I started taking ADHD medication um but the main thing that I was treating was ADD and honestly it was my mood swings that was like my number one like I was like annoyed at that um some of it's hormonal like you can't do anything you're a teenage girl so it's just you're gonna have hormones but the ADHD medicine that I was prescribed I first tried uh, Adderall and Vyvanse, like all of them. And I hated them all. I threw them up. I could not keep them in my system. The last thing they gave me was Concerta. Concerta is a long lasting stimulant, meaning that you take it once. It is the safest out of all the ADHD medicine. And it's also like prescribed to kids the most. So that's usually a good sign. I think it's prescribed to kids the most because the kids only have to take it once a day, whereas they don't have to remember to take something like Adderall throughout the day. Concerta um, is like something where I don't think you really build a tolerance. Uh, From what I've read, most people, they just find their dose and then they stick at it. Everyone I know takes Adderall and Adderall is short release so you have you take it like every couple of hours and what happens is people just keep taking more and more and more and more throughout the day and their tolerance like becomes like they need so much to like feel anything or do anything um and concern doesn't have that 
So you don't build up a tolerance to it because it is, it's only a small amount is released every hour out of that 18 milligrams, like maybe a milligram or two. So it's very, very gentle and it just does what it needs to to do, which is focus. There's no really anxiety, I feel like, with Concerta. Um, maybe in your head. I think the biggest difference is like you overthink with Concerta. That's what other people I know that took it said too. But also like if you don't have anxiety when you take it, you will just have like tunnel vision and you'll be able to focus. So I feel like it depends on your mood just organically at that point. Kind of like if you smoke weed and you're anxious, it's just going to be like exacerbated. It's going to be like blown up and out of proportion if you smoke weed. Same thing like if you have anxiety and you take a stimulant of any kind, no matter what it is, it's going to kind of be magnified. So like knowing good stress management tips and like just also like being aware of that if you're going through anxiety it just you're gonna feel more anxious but not it doesn't have to be like uncomfortable um that's why I like Concerta more than Adderall like Adderall it gave me body anxiety like chest tightness chest pain um and yeah also like with Concerta I think one of the things with all stimulants you have to have your blood pressure checked so like if you have like high blood pressure that would be like a reason not to ever take it because it will increase your blood pressure um, my blood pressure when I'm on it is like 90. <laughs> I have really low blood pressure. So for me, I have a really good heart and blood pressure. So I, there's like literally no danger of, or no, um, like health risk for me taking it, but that's something to consider. Um, also like if you smoke or if you're on birth control, like probably shouldn't take it because those things raise your blood pressure. Um, but yeah, like I've drank on it, drank on it before and it doesn't like affect alcohol for me. Like I think maybe I get more drunk quicker, but I don't really drink as you guys know. I've drank probably in my life like five times total collectively. So um, they're all at like music festivals. Um, all right. Sorry, that was like way off track, but I just like figured I would say like lifestyle things about it. Um, okay, so I've always taken the lowest dose of Concerta, which is 18 milligrams. I've never upped my dose. I never felt like I needed to. For me, it lasts, like, the whole day, like, until, like, honestly, like, the whole day, really. It also just, like, gives me a lot of motivation with what I'm doing. It makes me more articulate. Like, I can speak way clearer and better. I, I can't talk this concisely when I don't take it. I feel like, like I said, there's, like, 50 different things running on in my head. And what Concerta does for me is it kind of, like, helps me pick out the most important thing in my brain to deal with. It's not like it makes me perfect. Like, I still know I have ADD like by default but it helps so much and like I guess like I try to make it perfect by taking more and like doing that but like I told the doctor like I just don't want to ever have to like kind of like wean off of something and I want to be able like if I get pregnant for example like it would be like really easy for me to just stop taking it if I'm already on the lowest dose and yeah not that I'm like trying to get pregnant. I'm just saying like that's just like something to consider if you're a girl. I think about everything and I think about like big picture all the time when I make a decision. So that's why I'm pro Concerta if you are going to do ADHD medicine. I think obviously like err on the side of caution like if you're thinking about it. But I feel like Concerta to me, I mean it's going to be different for everybody. Like I said, I did not like Adderall or Ritalin or anything else. Um Concerta was like the least side effects for me and I feel like myself but just better and then also it made my depression go away like that was like honestly the biggest thing for me is it like I don't know if it chemically balances out my brain but it 
like makes me focus on the right things like I don't overthink really as long as I'm in a good headspace um so yeah I really like feel like it's been it has so many positives and yes what you have to do when you take a medication is um weigh the pros and the cons like I went through depression recently and everyone tried to push antidepressants on me and the cons for me were way too bigger much bigger than the pros like I just don't like the side effects of an antidepressant when I read about them I don't want to feel like a zombie I don't want to like not be able to feel my emotions like sometimes depression sucks and it sucks to feel things but like also I would rather feel them in their rawest form so that I can appreciate happiness when it comes because I know that everything in life is is like momentary even depression even if it feels like it's not you have to just like remember it's like nothing is going to last like that long and um sure enough like switching your brain to more positive thinking and not looking for kind of like ruminating thoughts about everything will help the depression lift really quickly um i'm going to get into like other ways to deal with depression in a second because it's going to segue into another topic but yeah so summary of adhd and add for me i am not against medication um personally like this is just my personal motto i guess I would never really take medication for anxiety and depression. I think there's too many side effects for both of those that are long-term side effects. They mess up, like, the gray matter in your brain. Um, So, like, when people stop taking anti-anxiety medication, they, like, have, like, seizures, which is, like, terrifying. Um, And I just don't want to, like, put myself at risk for that because it somehow messes with, like, your something in your brain. Um, I think anxiety and depression are things you just have to like, I know it sucks. Like this is just for me. So I think everyone's different. But for me, what I tell myself, it's like something that you have to like learn how to fix or just stop thinking about or like see a therapist, like other ways besides medication, because I don't want to be numb. I don't want to be like perfect to everything, every situation. And our ADD and ADHD, I think more is like, like a program in your brain where it's not like anxiety and depression are more like momentary i feel like add and adhd like that's just like always in the background if you always if you actually have add that like doesn't really go away um so i think especially if you're self-employed like and you have to be really disciplined and like know how to like keep yourself in check i think having add is hard so that's something where I'm like, like I'm pro treating it because it, it will affect quality of life with if you do it the right way. Like I said, methamphetamine has the most research for like long term use and it's proven to be safe. So that's why I like Concerta because it's proven to be safe and I've taken it for a really long time and I feel like it's really safe. I've gone off of it. I didn't really like it wasn't a big deal. I just felt like I wasn't focused. So, yeah. Um, OK, next topic is health and fitness, which is kind of like how I feel like anxiety and depression can be combated. And I know people say this, but I really didn't realize it until I did it for myself. A lot of people eat out, they Postmates, myself included. I always travel in Airbnb and I was relying on Postmates and I eat healthy. I don't order like fast food. I will order like salads and stuff, but still like you don't know what they're putting in. You don't know the type of things they're using to prepare like the chicken or the salmon. Um, I was getting acai bowls all the time and those are just loaded with sugar and I finally was like researching ways to like cure depression and a lot of it was talking about how food has chemicals and stuff and I kind of was like yeah 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 whatever I eat healthy 
But I also like didn't know what was in the chemicals that I was getting from other places when I was ordering it. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to try to like make my own food and like just do it. Because it's kind of annoying. You have to go to the grocery store and whatever. But once you like do it for like a couple of days, you're like, oh, I actually love this. Like I love going to the grocery store. I love like finding different recipes I can make. I What I do is prepare them ahead of time. I don't meal prep. I just prepare the recipes ahead of time. So like I will know what I'm eating for the week so that it's not like a surprise because I feel like that's where you get slipped up is like you're like, fuck, I'm really hungry. I'm just going to order a salad from this place. Like I don't have anything to make. So like making sure that you prepare like enough like whatever produce and stuff for the week, like maybe go grocery shopping on Saturday or Sunday and like know all the recipes and like what you need to get for that week. And then I don't meal prep because that's like gross to eat old food. I just will know I will like recipe prep. And also like breakfast is pretty easy. It's like eggs for me or a smoothie and um, or like overnight oats or over chia pudding. Like I have like kind of like four I rotate on deck and um, sometimes I skip breakfast. Like if I just like I'm also like try to just pay attention to like am I actually hungry right now? And yeah, I've always been really good about that. I don't even know why I just have like heightened like awareness like, I eat very, very slowly, and everybody I know, they're, like, jealous of how much I poop, and I feel like it's because I eat slowly, so it, like, helps you digest the food. Like, digestion starts in your mouth. Like, your the acid in your, like, mouth helps break down the food when you're chewing it. Um, if you don't chew your food enough, you'll get, like, acid reflux and heartburn if you eat too fast, and that's, like, I, like, kind of, like, studied digestion all last summer, and everything was, like, chew food slowly, and luckily, I've always done that almost to an annoying point like when I'm on a date I feel bad I'm like they're done and I'm like maybe eating like 1 20th of my salad and it's like been 30 minutes um but yeah I eat very slowly and I don't eat a lot so I get full really quickly um or not quickly just I know I feel like people that overeat that it's because they're eating too quickly and their body doesn't know when it's full so eat intuitively is another tip. Like don't have a TV on, don't eat in front of a screen, just be with your food and like think about the taste and um, maybe like what I'll do is have like a book or like kind of like, I, I kind of can't just like sit there unless I'm like with my friends or something. But yeah, like try to like not have a screen on. Um. So the next thing, like I said, meal prepping, like your recipe prepping, I guess. And then eating really clean, like, and eating a colorful. So I prioritize, like, colors when I eat. So, like, having a wide variety of colors, fruits and veggies. And then I also prioritize the most important thing, the nutrients. So I love to know, like, what everything does. Like, oh, sweet potatoes are good for this. Um, dill seasoning is good for this. Chickpeas are a really good protein this like so like I just like to know like what the benefits are what the macro and micros are and um I learned a lot about about that through this girl she's a Victoria was a Victoria's Secret model she has this program called Soul Sync Body it's a website this is not an advertisement I just love it so I figured I would share it with you guys um it's workouts and it's Pilates low impact and then also the best part is the recipes all of her recipes are what she makes. She does what I eat in a day on YouTube too. And she has like thousands of what I eat in a day and what I eat in a week. And I just copy like all of her meal plans because they're all like model friendly. So they're all like within like 1500 calories. Um, and also like 
I don't really count calories, so I don't know if they're exactly, but they're low calorie and they are filling. And also they're all like veggies, very like the healthiest meals you could possibly imagine. And on top of it, the most delicious, like the recipes that I've made from her are the most delicious meals I've ever made ever. Like, I feel like I'm wifey as fuck now. And it's all like my favorite food. So it was really easy. And I also like learned, tried new food, learned new recipes, which I feel like is like fun to do. So if you are looking to like get better in the kitchen and get better at cooking and learning new recipes, I really highly recommend her program. I think it's like monthly subscription and I subscribe to it because I just will have my iPad up in the kitchen and like look up new recipes and order the stuff and make it. And I feel like my mental health has been, uh, did a complete 360. Um, what, then when I was eating like packaged foods or Postmates or any, like just out at restaurants, which is kind of scary actually when I think about it. I'm like, damn, it has that big of an effect on us. And then on top of that, regular working out, obviously I'm like, you don't have to convince me to work out. That's something like I could do all day, but I feel like it's important to like remember this and to keep like kind of like a consistent schedule, almost like consistent with like eating, like you're eating, you know, you're not going to eat out. You know, you're not going to order Postmates, like kind of know your workouts. Like, you know, you're going to work out for this amount of hours and you like, you kind of plan your workout before you get to the gym. That way you're not like kind of like the same thing in the kitchen, like, oh, what am I going to eat? And then that's when you kind of like aren't as disciplined or prepared. So I just like know my workouts. I plan them ahead of time. And mine are really simple because I do the model workout by John Benton. And that's my favorite workout of all time. It's the one that for me, like legit just works. It makes me so shredded. I feel like I only have to do it for like two weeks in a row. And then I'm like, like so fucking snatched. And also like, lean muscle which I like so sometimes when I do a lot of butt I will feel like I my butt muscle gets really big I'll my hips will be just wider um and then if you stop doing that you're just more likely to like store fat in those areas so I just prefer to keep everything really lean that's just how my body is naturally so I feel like working out with your body type is also important my body type is just like long and thin so I really like his model workouts. I like low impact. I like like Pilates, lots of abs, um, strength like training to an extent, but I don't want to like bulk or add too much muscle. I know so many people are like into that. I just have always like, ne- I've never really, really wanted to, I've never wanted to have like a huge butt where it's like my quads are huge. And like, what happens like if you just stop training? Like that's, I don't get, especially because like my build is like really, long and lean so I don't know what would happen if I just stopped so I like John Benton because I can do it everywhere so I got asked this as well like how do I work out when I travel so I pack my ankle weights like I will wear them on the plane so that they don't get like put into my suitcase so you can get Bala ankle weights or just any ankle weight off um, Amazon I use like three to five pound ankle I think no three to four pounds um I would say between two and four, more than one and less than five. Um, and I will wear them on the plane. And then I also will pack resistance bands, like really tiny, just for like butt. And that's it. That's all you need for John Benton. Um, it's, you, I use the ankle weights as arm weights. So like I can just use them as my arm weight. And like, for example, like I did like a more heavier weight for some stuff. And I just used random stuff in the Airbnb that I could find. Like I literally picked up an end table and was like doing like lunges with it. Um... So I get creative 
and also i have equinox so i can go to like if there's an equinox nearby i just go to there or i'll like go to another gym and buy like a week pass but usually like for the past like two weeks i've been working out at the airbnb or like when i was in new york i was working out at equinox but um i will just work out in the morning and this is another like tip i have um so for me, it's really easy for me to have abs. Like, it's hard for me to not have abs. I, I don't think I've ever not had abs. I've always had abs. Like, even when I didn't work out, I just had abs when I was little. I think some of it is really genetic, unfortunately. But I also, like, for some people, because I think people are like, oh, you just have to, like, do planks. And, like, yes, I think body weight and, like, repeatedly doing these things every day is going to obviously show on your body. But for me, I know that I will, if I want to be like the most shredded person in the entire room, all I have to do is two workouts a day. And it doesn't matter what I eat. I think some people, their body is more like based on what they eat. So I started eating, like I said, really clean and really healthy for my mental health. Like as I was saying earlier, like I was trying to treat anxiety and depression through food and it worked. Um, It also made me way leaner, but I think the thing that like really affects me is the workouts so I can still be shredded and eat like cookie dough and like chipotle like it doesn't really affect me um I also like don't have a big appetite I don't really like bad food so I it would always be in moderation just because I would I'm like aware of how food feels I would just feel gross but um so I do think like diet for most people is where it's at like get good on your diet but for me, I feel like it's more of the workouts. So what I do is two workouts a day. Um, and I know like most people can't do that, but I just wanted to be honest. I think there's ways to work around it though. Like, so what I do is I work out at six and that takes me like two hours to like 8 a.m. I'll do my morning routine at 8 a.m. And then I'll do another workout at like 3 p.m. And I also like film a lot of like workout videos and when I'm doing those, I'm working out. So sometimes I'm working out like three to four times a day, just kind of like not really planned. It's just like I'm filming. Um, And then, so sometimes I'll do, like I'll do today, I did like John Benton. It's like 90 minutes. And then I will do another John Benton shorter workout, like an arm one, arm and abs, which is like 60 minutes at like 3 p.m. Or I'll do it at like six or seven um and sometimes on some days I will do three workouts if I'm being completely honest so it's a lot of workouts and it may be borderline like I don't know not like orthorexic but like someone that's in the gym a lot but honestly it just feels really good like for me I don't really necessarily do it because I know it's going to make me look shredded I just know that that's really what happens like when I'm like working out that much I'm like whoa I look like photoshopped like super sculpted and snatched but it's because I'm working out a lot but majority of the times I'm working out that much it's because I just it feels really good to me like I love to work out like it's like my favorite thing to do probably in the entire world is to work out um like if I have free time people like guys will be like oh what do you guys do in your free time I'm like work out like last night after I finished shooting it was like I think 12 a.m I went on live on Instagram I did this like ab workout on YouTube And I'll do like a bunch of ab workouts back to back, just find random ones and just kind of like, I don't know, I just like doing that. So I also grew up an athlete. I started playing sports when I was three. I think some of that is just like, that was taught to me very early is that like how to cope with things and how to like have fun is through physical activity. My dad played basketball. So like, and 
I just kind of like always have loved like absolutely fucking lived for sports and working out so I know there's some people that don't like to work out I feel like majority of people like my best friend she hates working out she probably works out like once every six months if that um and they're like why don't I have your body it's not rocket science like I do think a lot of it in my point is genetic where like I just have a six-pack like even if I'm not doing anything um but I also have really long limbs and like I took anatomy if you have really long legs like you're way more likely to have a six-pack because your legs are connected through your ASIS your hip flexors like everything in your body is obviously connected so the longer levers is more like harder if you've ever done like scissor kicks and you're laying on your back, right? And you, you hover your legs above the ground, try to keep them low. I'm going to do it like right now. If you have really long legs, it's, it's first of all, it's more weight. It's longer. And it's more strain on your abs. So when you're walking, like having long limbs is just like a cheat code. You're just going to have better abs usually. Um, and yeah, so I just want to be honest. Because like I have an ab program. And like I could get anybody to have a six pack. I could teach anybody. You're, it's for some people, they're going to have to like you're going to have to test it. You're going to maybe have to do more protein, like to go heavy on protein. Maybe you're not getting enough protein. Maybe you're not eating clean enough. Like try to just, what I think the best thing for mental health, for physical health, for ADHD, tying this all together, things that help me overall as a human being and like make my life and me feel perfect is having a extremely clean and healthy diet. It's not anything new. I just feel like everybody avoids this. And working out really fucking consistently every day and not making excuses. The other day, I flew from New York to uh, Florida. My flight got canceled or delayed because of the hurricane. My first flight did get canceled, and then I just booked another flight at the airport. But um, it got delayed till 9 p.m. I was in the airport for like seven hours. I go up to this guy, and I'm like, at the airport, I'm like, hey, do you know if there's like a room people like do like meditation? He's like, yeah, I got you. And he showed me this room. He's like, yeah, you could do yoga in here because like he saw I was wearing like ankle weights and like he got me. And people were walking by this room, like people were taking videos of me and like probably like, oh my God, like this girl's like a workout fiend. I don't give a fuck. The room was like closed. It was like there was a door. There was like a pane of glass people could see in in the airport. Um, and it was in LaGuardia, which is like, I, I, there's probably like, I don't know, like a million people in LaGuardia every day. It's the most crowded airport. It's like the, one of the biggest. It's huge. It's not like LAX, like it's like fucking huge and it's really like modern. So like go when you're in an airport, you could go work out. I also found like areas in the airport where they're like nobody was sitting. And before I found the meditation room and I was like, I'm just going to like do like stretching or something. Like what I'm trying to say is where there's a will, there's a way. I'm not joking. I've done squats in an airplane restroom before, like and like crunches with like standing up crunches. If you want to find a way to be fit, you will. And like for me, fitness is my biggest passion. It's something that I feel like holds me together as a human being. It is like who it's my spine is like fitness and health. It's like if I don't have those two things, those are my pillars. I'm not me. So even when I was in like toxic relationships, I wasn't I strayed away from the person that I was. I wasn't working out twice a day. I wasn't even really working out to my full potential for that one hour. I wasn't eating healthy. This guy like didn't eat healthy food. Like I strayed away and I wondered why I got anxiety. Like those things are going to affect you and they're going to affect your attention. Like, you know, like your ADD and ADHD, if you already have it and eating extremely clean, knowing where your food comes from, avoid packaged food, avoid sugar. And this is hard because I love sugar. I do. 
I love like chocolate chip cookies. That's like my weakness. I don't like candy. I don't like cake. I don't like like that. I don't like soda, but I love a chocolate chip cookie. Like who doesn't, right? I still find ways to eat cookies. It's not like I'm not eating cookies, but I eat them that are gluten-free. I find ones that have like no white sugar or I make them myself. And I use like like maple syrup to sweeten it or honey and gluten-free flour. And I put like things in it that will make it healthier, protein powder. And finding ways to make food healthy is one of my favorite things and like have it taste good, like seasonings and like seasonings that you are using, not from a packet. Like I used to use taco seasoning. I don't buy that shit anymore. You don't like, that's a really good example of like how to like do small tweaks to your fitness and health is don't eat things with a lot of ingredients. Um, one of the protein powders, I can put this, I'll do a YouTube video about this, I feel like, so I can show you guys like things and I'll do cooking videos on my YouTube too. I do have like all these workouts filmed and I was like thinking that as well. I was like, I should probably show like the other end of like what to eat. But one of the things that I do, like hacks, is I just don't eat like dressing. Um, if I am going to have a salad, what I do is I make dressing with olive oil, lemon, salt, and pepper. It's delicious. Sometimes I put a little bit of apple cider vinegar, and that's it. Um, the Soul Sink Body has like homemade dressing. I actually don't even really like dressing, so I can eat a salad with no dressing. Um, but if I do want to just have a little something, I'll just put olive oil, lemon, and salt, and pepper. It's delicious. Um... Like for salmon, I make this insane seasoning. I just use cayenne, cumin, salt and pepper, maple syrup. Uh, I think, I forget what else I put on it. It's amazing. And then I cook it around vegetables that I sprinkle with cinnamon and salt and pepper and garlic powder. And you put it all in the oven, cook it together as this like one sheet pan. And it's the most flavorful, amazing dish. I'm not using pre-packaged like mixes like taco seasonings or spice seasonings because those have a lot of added things in them and like i said the thing is you want to get everything as organically as possible and i will always buy organic it's more expensive but to me i know it's as clean as possible and yeah it does it does affect you like i'm telling you it fucking cured my depression straight up the thing that cured my depression and everyone was trying to get me on antidepressants was me just being like, how can I do the most that I can do for myself? Like, what can I do right now to make myself feel better? What would make me feel better right now is just eating really clean, meditating, like just the basic pillars of like what we should be doing. And a lot of people overlook that and they just want to take a pill. And it's like, I'm telling you, I I look for every other way besides that. And then when I can't, then I'll, you know, like if it's something like ADD where I feel like that's just like your brain by default, then it's okay. But, um... For me, I feel like I solved a lot of issues just by getting very disciplined with food and working out. And like I said, two workouts a day for me is where I like to stay. And if I can, if I have more time, then I do three. And that's just because I like to work out. If you want to have abs, let's co- go back to this. It's going to come down to those things. Okay, it's going to come down to diet. So improve your diet, make it perfect, as perfect as you can. And... um. And then start to work out once a day and do an hour and don't take breaks in between, really. Try not to take breaks. And then tell report back to me. And report back to me after like three weeks. Don't do it for a week. You know, like do it for a substantial amount of time. And I'm telling you, especially if you do my workout. Like if you do my workout for literally a week and you're working out twice a day, there's no way you're not going to have a six pack. There's just no way. And I tell my friends, my friends are like, I would do anything to have your body. I'm like, okay, you got to do my workout. Like, (laughs) it's not crazy. It's not like, 
it's it's hard it like that's the point of working out though like it's supposed to be really hard I don't get, like I feel like that's where I don't get it a lot of people they're like oh my god this is too hard I've never stopped a workout ever from it being too hard like I have felt like a workout is too hard before but I didn't never meant that I was gonna stop if I ever stopped a workout, which I don't really think I have, like if I ever ended it abruptly, I don't do that. I remember like walking out of a yoga class because I was so bored, but like, like I had too much energy. I was like, I can't be in like a class right now. I need to go like run on a treadmill like that. But I've never like been like, oh, fuck, this is hard. If it's hard, I modify or I will make it easier, but I don't ever do that. But that's like what I would recommend, like, you know, um, but yeah, shit, like you got to really want it. And it has to be a part of your lifestyle. It has to really be a part of who you are. It can't be something that you're just like going to commit to for a day and then want to see results. Like for me, it's every day, 365, Christmas, birthdays, where I'm always in the gym. Um, one of the best things about like my breakup was like coming back to myself and being like, damn, I miss this my- version of myself that's so confident and happy and loves working out and loves eating healthy and like that's like I one of the biggest lessons I feel like you learn through dating is like what you want and don't want in a partner and what I really want in a partner is someone that's as healthy as me and obsessed with health and like gets it so I don't have to feel weird being like hey sorry like I don't want to order Chipotle like I just don't eat that type of shit also like if they want to order it fine but like I don't want to feel like I don't know like I just want someone that like views health the same way as me because for me it's a really big passion more than anything and obviously like the side effects are improved mental cognition no anxiety no depression having a ton of energy I don't drink coffee dude and I wake up at six and I go to bed at like 12 and I'm working the entire day I don't take breaks like I don't have any caffeine so nobody can tell me that like clean eating doesn't do something like if I were to constantly be eating sugar and caffeine I crash like that's just it's bad for your adrenals it's bad for your body so like the energy hack that people want a lot of the times is putting down the coffee and learning how to like give yourself energy through clean nutritious foods and lots of fiber lots of salad and like salad from panera or from a drive-thru or from even the grocery store is not the same as you getting the lettuce and you like i'm telling you there's a, a night and day difference just because it looks healthy because it's from Panera doesn't mean that it is. It's not a salad. That's like a tr- that's like a cheat meal, a salad from Panera. Okay, so you got to be making that shit yourself. I'm just saying what people need to know. I know it's not like... For me, it's fine because I don't have an emotional uh, attachment to food. I've never had like some sort of like food needs to taste really good. It's always been for me like food needs to like fuel my body and it needs to like have a reason. I've always been more into like what are the benefits than like what does it taste like. Because I would rather eat really healthy than eat for taste, I guess. Obviously, the taste isn't a bad thing. Like, I like to make things taste good. But I'm not afraid of my vegetables and, like, that type of thing. Like, I like that. Okay, sorry. Um, well, I mean, that's what you guys wanted to know. I feel like this is my most requested ever is, like, for me to give tips on my appearance. People want me to teach them how to, like, whatever, hair tips, makeup tips, skin tips, fitness and health. And... Everything comes down to discipline for me. And like I said, I'm coming at discipline from a complete disadvantage of having ADD and ADHD. Textbook wise, I am way more likely to be not disciplined having ADD and ADHD, way more likely than a normal brain. 
but I don't ever let that get in my way. I don't ever let that stop me from being disciplined. I have an insane drive internally that's like, uh, I'm going to treat my anxiety and ADD, or sorry, ADD and ADHD, and I'm going to, uh, with a stimulant medication, um, that has as least side effects as possible. It doesn't kill my appetite at all. It doesn't have an effect on my appetite. Um, I actually feel like it makes me hungrier, but like, you know, for like good food. Um, it also like increases my like sex drive. It, um, I feel like it just makes my skin better because I feel like it is good for your digestion because like things are in and out of my body quickly. So I don't hold on to like toxins. I have all these like theories about why I really fuck with like a stimulant. Um, I, like I said in the very beginning, I much prefer Concerta because it's safe and it's doesn't have, it's very smooth. You take it and you're not like, whoa, I just took a drug. You just feel really focused. Um, with any medication, by the way, while I'm on this, you're going to have a period of like getting used to it. So like the first like five times you take a stimulant, it's going to seem like you're like zooted. And then it, like after like day three, you're like, or day four, you're used to it. But like, if I were to stop taking it right now for like two weeks and I took it again, I would be like, whoa. Right. And then after like a day or two, it just, that like initial kind of jitteriness just wears off. So don't like judge it by like the first week, really. You kind of got to like wait it out a little bit for your body to like adjust. Um, but like, I physically could not keep down like everything else. Like I threw it up. So, um, okay. So we talked about ADD, ADHD, Uh, I talked about fitness and health, my hacks to get abs, a lot of it, like I said, is just insane workouts, being really, like, clean eating, Um, and I, oh, something else I do, Um, this is just weird, because I, like, I don't know what this is, am I, like, autistic, I like to write everything down, like, I love journals, I love looking back at things and like keeping track of things I love taking pictures obviously it's my job I'm a model but I also just love taking pictures of like what I ate or like my hair that day I don't know like I just like to like see um and like something I've realized like through healing myself which I feel like is like may come off as cocky I had this realization when I was in therapy like this like life-altering realization when I first went in for like dealing with depression and anxiety, the thing I kept saying over and over, it was like recently after I went through a bad breakup and I just felt like I was so removed from myself. I felt like I spent a year and a half with this person that I like went away from who I was. Like I abandoned myself. And I remember I kept saying, I just want to be myself. I want to feel like myself. I want to look like myself. Um, I remembered before I dated him, it was just so easy for me to look like hot all the time because I wasn't stressed out. I wasn't um, eating shit food. I wasn't skipping workouts. He was so lazy, the laziest person like I've ever met, ever. Like everyone I know was like, why are you dating him? He's like the opposite of you. And I didn't know. I mean, I don't want to trash on him because I don't think he's a bad person at all. Like I don't think me and him should ever date, but I just don't think he's a good fit for my life. I mean, he did, was, like, kind of abusive, but I still, like, I wish him the best. When I didn't originally feel that way, as you know, in other podcasts, I was like, fuck him. It took me a while to get to the point where I was, like, not affected by it. But I feel like what made me not affected by it 
was the thing that I resented him for, which is I abandoned myself in that relationship. I abandoned who I was. I abandoned my confidence. I became someone that I, in every way, wasn't me. I was not confident. I was angry. I was mean. These are all things that I'm not. I was negative and like anxious. I didn't eat the way that I normally eat. I didn't work out. I didn't look the way I normally did. And then I would wonder, like, and I would feel insecure. It was this vicious cycle. And I eventually felt terrible. And that was like in the beginning of summer. And I was like, I want to go to a therapist and talk it out. And I kept saying, I just felt like I went in originally to like get over him and like get over it and process it healthily. And then I figured out like the main thing was I felt resentment towards him because I abandoned myself. And I wanted to just feel like myself again. And I wanted to literally, I had this like thought, if I'm being completely 100% honest, and I was looking at pictures of myself before me and him dated. And then like when me and him went on a break, like all of 20, the end of 2021 and the beginning of 2022. And that was like the best I ever looked, the best I ever felt was when I wasn't with him. And I just remember thinking like, I just want to, I would do anything to like look and feel like how I felt like my eyes looked so happy. They looked so genuinely happy and like full of life. And I remember feeling like, oh, I, I just, I remember having these thoughts um, before I ever met my ex, before I ever got in like a toxic relationship. I remember actually the week before I met him, I was on the beach in Tulum. And I remember thinking, I feel bad because of how good I feel. I feel like nobody should feel this happy. I remember thinking, there's no way I could love myself anymore. There's no way I could love life anymore. I felt so much gratitude and appreciation for every fucking thing. I was probably the most high vibrational person, like version of myself that I ever was because I was constantly practicing gratitude. I was super connected to myself. I was only eating healthy. I was working out every day. I was very in tune with myself. I was checking in with myself and meditating and like exploring things about myself and when I was that version I was on cloud nine and it was it sucked at the breakup because I was the I was at like rock bottom I was at like a a version of myself that I hated and I went into therapy and I was like I just want to be that person and that is what made me have this realization of like I would not want to be anyone else other than myself And I no longer felt envy towards other people or wanting to change things about myself. When I saw like the, like, honestly, like the beauty in myself, I know that's like tacky or like corny to say, but honestly, it's like legitimately how I felt. I was like, damn, I'm fucking like beautiful when I'm in myself. And like, I don't know how else to explain it. Like, it's just self-love. And when I went into therapy, I just kept saying that and then I started kind of like questioning what I was talking about and I was like what's the underlying thing that I'm wanting out of this it's I want to feel like me and what are the daily habits that I did that felt like that version of myself on the beach before I met him that felt like too good to be true well I was practicing gratitude every day and it wasn't for hours it was like 10 minutes when I woke up I would just sit and think about all the things I was grateful for and I would let it feel and like bubble up and I would feel this even like thinking about it right now I feel it this like warmth kind of like envelope me of like love and appreciation. And then I wonder why everyone's so nice to me and why everyone looks up to me and why I make a lot of money. And I, it's because you, your attitude and your vibration is contagious and people want to be around someone that feels like that and feels good and likes themselves genuinely. Because I think like when I felt like shit, I was like more, um, not cocky. I was more like insecure. I still feel like when I'm cocky, I'm not insecure. I, I was just more insecure and I didn't love myself. Like, 
because I didn't have like these like pillars behind me of like what makes me me that holds up this like foundation of who I am I have to have those things and through that relationship I realized a couple of things I realized that I can never abandon myself again for a man and also like the right person wouldn't let me do that they would want me to be the best version of myself they would want we would want to become better together and I would never have to feel like at the end of a breakup I have to go to therapy you know because of how damaged I felt so like yeah, I had this full circle moment and I feel like that made me get over it because I didn't have resentment towards him anymore when I realized that I'm not bound to him. Like he didn't ruin me. I just have to come back to myself. And I did that and it worked. So um, nothing is forever. You know, like you're never like broken or damaged beyond repair. You can feel amazing. You can feel like the best version of yourself. You can feel better than you've ever felt. Like maybe you've never felt this good before and you're like, oh, well, that's never going to be me. Good for her. Like, there at one point that never was me either everybody gets to their their high point at a different point in their life and when you experience it it's like once you did it once you know how to do it again and you can get there again and that's why I like to like write everything down and document things because then I kind of be like all right I know exactly what I was eating I know exactly the workouts I was doing so I track everything like I track my workouts I track my food I also like know the affirmations I'm saying every day I don't know, it gives me a sense of security, I guess, to like have it written down somewhere. Like I know I can just go back and look at it. But if there's one person that like screenshots everything and records everything, it's me. Like I just like to keep track of stuff and like I'm a perfectionist by default, obviously. But if you use it to the right way and you don't overthink, I think perfectionism can be a good thing. Um, But yeah. Oh my God, it's 50 minutes. (laughs) This is a really long episode. I was going to talk about moving, but... I'll do that on the next episode. Other than that, keep your vibes way, 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 way up. I hope you guys like this episode. If you have any questions, DM me on Instagram, Emmy Corinne. Love you. Bye.